it could be hard to not fall into a mental slump or, um, or it's probably even harder to get out of that mental slump when you should be doing what you need to be doing to be successful. What would you have for those people that are experiencing that kind of roadblock right now? Well, first of all, that's normal. You know, it's, it's like any slump that we would experience. You know, I tell agents every day when an agent senses or recognizes they're in a little bit of a production slump, obviously the first question is, when did it start? Second question, what was the cause? Usually it's the transaction fell out, they lost a listing, etc. that caused it. Then I ask the third question is, how long do you want to continue in the slump? And they'll always say the same thing. I want it to end today. Then I'll say, good. What will you do today to get out of it? Because a big part of what we do today, Peter, is a mindset issue. You know, I, and you've, Peter's heard me say this in the past. Real estate is 50% mindset, 50% skills, and 50% activity. And then, you know, the smart people say, well, that's 150%. That's what it takes to make a lot of money in real estate. It takes 150%. But today... It's 90% mindset because of all the circumstances we're dealing with. So, Peter, I'm going to say to everybody, you take two or three 15-minute mindset breaks a day. You take a good book, you sit down at your home office, you read five or six, seven pages of inspiration. Take your iPad, you go online and you listen to a Tony Robbins and Brian Tracy and Darren Hardy's and Earl Nightingale's 10 or 15 minutes. Because you've got to shock yourself back into taking action again. Because the world is so negative. That, that's a, it was a great question. I hope that uh, my response helps somebody a little bit. Mike, we get a, you know, we have the Department of Real Estate. We have the California Association of Realtors. We have our counties, our cities. Everyone constantly, almost hourly telling us about uh, social distancing. The uh, rules are changing almost minute by minute. So, you know, the big question comes, how do I prospect? Who should I be prospecting to? Should I change my prospecting uh, with social distancing in mind? Um, I, I know that's I, a zinger. A lot of <laughs> well, I, you know, it's funny. I had a, an email yesterday from an agent. I think it was in Louisiana. And the agent said, I was at, I think it used to be called the Elite Retreat that CB used to do 20 years ago. And it was, it was a meeting they would have once a year for all their top agents, and I was the guest speaker. And, and I'll never forget because I had a little panel of top Coa Banker agents that were clients, on, and I said, well, what is the difference between you and most people in real estate? And they all said at the same time, we prospect. Because you and I both know that if agents do talk to people, they're going to win, okay? And I, I always use the example, Jason, and I've never, you've never seen me do this, but I say to an agent, knock on a door, person says, hello, you don't want to sell your home, do you? And if you say that enough times, somebody's going to say, yes, I do. Come on in. And it's a shock to the system, but you got to talk to people. So I'm telling agents today, first, past clients, vitally important that they stay every 30, 45 days in touch with their past clients because they are the people that trust your agents the most. Second, centers of influence, because that is your future referral sources, okay? Be the calming force. Keep them informed as to what's going in the market. But third, here's the fun one. This little cell phone in February was the enemy of a real estate person. You know, you and I, Peter would say, get on the phone. I don't like calling people. I don't like talking to people. I don't want to bother people. I don't want people calling me at home. 
Well, today, everybody's at home and they all answer their phone because, because they want somebody to talk to. So today, the just listed, just sold phone call is probably the most important. And I'll tell you why. Sign calls are always a vital part. What, 22% of all the prospects that we meet come off sign calls. We don't get sign calls today because people aren't driving around. Um, you know, a couple drive out of their home on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock to go to the shopping center and they see a, a Coal Banker sign in a, on, on the neighbor's conversation in the car is always the same. I'll bet our home is nicer than theirs. I'll bet we can get more than they get. I wonder where they're moving to. That conversation doesn't exist today. So what I want agents to do is to now, for the first time, maybe in their lives, call 15 to 20 people around every listing, every sale that the company has, because they're going to be engaging people that want information about what's going on in the neighborhood. So past clients, centers of influence, just as the just sold, and then the, the, the easiest one of all is the for sale by owner, because they rely on traffic, people seeing their sign. There's no traffic today. Okay. Um, if you can picture Las Vegas, because you and I are what probably at the most two hours apart where you live and where I live, the Las Vegas Strip, they have bicycle tours <laughs> three times a day up and down the street. There's no cars. So, you know, we're in a different world today. So if they will call by for sale by owners, um, they're going to get a good response because they're not getting any activity. So I think whatever you and I can say to them, they've got to be talking to people to make their business run. Nobody likes me for that conversation, but I'm glad you asked it. Okay. Well, it kind of segues into another question I have. Thank you. Um, you know, we switched, we switched to a virtual industry almost overnight eight weeks ago for us versus the traditional face-to-face -face, uh, relationship we have with our clients. What do you think this means for the future? I think it is our future. You know, I, 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 got, I got so disgusted the last couple of years listening to all the great people talking about all the disruptors in real estate, you know, the disruptors of this and disruptors of that. I'm going, give me a break. It's not disruptions, it's progress. You know, our industry inch by inch moves forward. It takes decades sometimes to make progress, but it is progress. However, the virtual is a disruption because now, it's upfront, close, and personal. You and I, we can't hide anything in this conversation because you're looking directly at me and I'm looking directly at you. So, you know, it's a whole different medium. What we have to understand is the biggest time saver we've ever been offered. It's the most highest level of efficiency. Saturday morning, 10 o'clock, Tony Smith has a buyer coming in. He's picked out three, four, five, six homes to show them. They're pre-qualified, pre-approved. He's ready. They come in and then Tony will look at the buyer and say, I'm anxious to spend as much time today as necessary to help you find the home of your dreams. We may be together four or five hours. Or what I can do is virtually show you all the homes in about 15, 20 minutes. And then we can select the one or two that's best for you. Which would you prefer? They're going to pick save the time. Fallacy of real estate. Real estate agents believe the public wants to spend time with them. And let me help you with that. They don't, okay? Because they have a life to live. So this, this, this important virtual presentation is the name of the game for speed and efficiency. However, if they don't learn how to be on camera, they're never going to succeed. 
I mean, and you have to learn. So I'm telling agents today, um, Jason, instead of role-playing and practicing with somebody else on the phone or in the office, a listing presentation, practice virtually. Get used to seeing yourself on camera because it's frightening when you first start, okay? It's not the thing that you thought you... Everybody thinks they're a movie star until the camera's on, okay? Um, I've done 103 of these virtual seminars since March 15th, all over North America. The first couple of these I did, I said to my wife, I need a makeup artist and quick. <laughs> and she goes, why? I said, honey, I'm 75 years old for God's sakes. Gray hair, my three chins, I've got wrinkles everywhere. She said, grow up. And I just continued. <laughs> so, you know, learning how to present. Uh, I talked to an agent I think it was Monday afternoon, Monique Walker in Scottsdale. Three listings taken in one afternoon in about less than an hour, all done virtually. The entire presentation, getting the contract signed, um, ac you know, um, docu signed for signatures, it would have taken her seven, eight hours to do those if she did them live. So hopefully the agents will pay attention to you and I and Peter and start moving towards this virtual world because it's here to stay. Embracing it. Oh, you got to. Absolutely. That's, that's the right word. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I don't mean to pick on the media, but I, I've had probably the best week in the last eight weeks. I actually haven't watched any news. So uh, I actually have to ask friends that if the world is still turning, because in my world, it's still good. But you know, the problem is, is people are watching the media and, and, and of course, blood and gut sells at 6 p.m. news. And they're thinking this is the end of the world. I mean, we're never going to be able to have a new good norm or business will never resume. Uh, so now I'm going to pick on you a little bit. 45 years in the business, you've seen maybe one, maybe two recessions, maybe three. <laughs> so I mean, Yes, just a few. So how does this compare? I mean, what do you, what's your thoughts on that? Is it um, the end of the world? Well, really, you know, I was growing up in Garden Grove, so what, uh, you know, maybe an hour and a half, two hours from where you folks are living, and just north of where Peter and his company is, Garden Grove, California. Um, you know, I was selling real estate when I was 21, 22, and the interest rates in 1972 were 18.5% for a 30-year fixed loan for a buyer. It was, it was 18 point, and that was for FHA, okay? And then in 73, they went to 20%. And, you know, we all just accepted the fact that the world was going to come to an end and we're going to do the last deal before it ends. Um, 1987, uh, Black Monday, the stock market crash, which some of you will recall, it was the greatest stock market dip in the history of the country. We thought the world had ended. I think personally, Jason, the worst day in American history was 9-11. When those twin towers fell, the destruction, the death that took place, I mean, it was, it was horrifying. And we really all thought the world was coming to an end. Uh, I don't think I've shared this. I, I think Corey probably knows this. My son, Tom, who at that time was still with my company and Michelle, were doing a seminar one block from the twin towers in Manhattan when those planes hit. Uh, they were working for the Prudential, a great agent named, broker named Marsha Rand. And they called me, and I mean, they were, they were in a state of shock. So I, I got them in a car and got them out of town, fortunately, within virtually 30 minutes. That was a terrifying moment for the entire world, much less the East Coast and the U.S. We lived through it. But then, of course, as you mentioned, 2007 to 2012, the, the Great Recession worldwide. 
We live through it. My son Matthew has an expression, Jason, that I think is important. And he says, this too shall pass. See, the greatest strength that we have in the American people is resiliency. You know, we get knocked down, we get tripped, we get kicked, we get up and we fight. And we get back what, we, what we're supposed to have. And I, I believe the economy will recover 100% and become better than it was in the past. Our modes of communication are going to change and become faster and better. Yeah, it may be two months, three months, four months down the road before we can start to enjoy. Watch, folks, how would you like to live in Venezuela today? Okay? Good point. I mean, how would you like to live in Cuba today? And it's, it's a beautiful island, but it's not the place for us. Okay? So I, I'm hoping everybody understands that we've seen worse. And here's the best news. We'll see worse again in the future. I told my wife, and Corey's going to smile when I say this. I told Sabrina a couple days ago that I really would like to do this for 15 more years. And that will take me to age 90, which means <laughs> because I, I'm, that means I'm going to see two more big real estate recessions okay, before I quit. So this is just a prep and a warm up for the next one. So I'm again, excited. That's great. It's mindset, positivity. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm.